gone through two kind of failed startups where he learned. Now he's building Consent.io, launched in 2017 with his team of 10 people based between Amsterdam and Bulgaria and other locations in the UK, currently serving 10 customers, doing about $15,000 a month in revenue. They've only lost one customer since they've turned on revenue about six to 12 months ago, spending about 1500 bucks to acquire the customer, mainly through their business development person. It's too early for other economics, but again, growing, hopefully growing to grow to about 50 grand per month in revenue in the next nine to 12 months. We can go out and raise 1 million on a $5 million valuation. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Rado Rakoff. He studied marketing and mass communications in the U.S., then transferred to international business overseas. He started in business development on market intelligence products, then transitioned into management consulting. Later, and for the longest, uh, he spent most of his time in political consulting. His interest of social processes and information information dissemination led to Consent.io as his first startup. After two failed starts, bad timing, and not the right team, he's now going at it for the third time. Uh, lucky and going strong for two years so far. We'll dive into the story today. Rado, are you ready to take us to the top? Thank you, Nathan. Sure. Your cat wants to join the interview. The, the, she's, she or he is on the counter behind you. I love this. What's what's their name? Uh, this is Ludo, means crazy. It's Ludo. nine o'clock in the evening. Yeah. I love it. All right. Tell us about the company. What do you guys do and how do you make money? Sure. Uh, what we do in the shortest uh, way possible is we're building the universal platform for communication between individuals and organizations. Some call it feedback, some call it customer satisfaction measurement. Uh, The key to it is we believe the world and consumers and businesses are ready for a fresh approach to market research, one that is much more transparent, open, democratized even. Mm -hmm. We make money by charging a flat monthly fee to our customers who are the business side and uh, to our individuals we provide the value of uh, Uh, ease of use, uh, peeking into uh, how people feel about any topic, and last but not least, of course, empowering their voice so they're actually heard in uh, the boardrooms. And walk me through kind of what your average customer pays per month for this. Sure. Uh, Most of our customers pay in the range of starting from 300, uh, let's say, dollars or euro up to 3,000, depending on the scope of the topics that they want to have real-time uh, analytics and sentiment analysis on. So would you say 300 or 400 bucks is a fair average or is it closer to 3,000? Uh, 300 is the lower um, level and uh, 3,000 is the higher. So yeah, what would you say, say the average is? is about, an average is about 1,500. Okay, okay, very good. So good, you're kind of mid-market pushing enterprise space with these price points. When did you launch sure. the company, what year? 
We launched the company a year and a half ago, and we incorporated in the in Amsterdam um, towards uh, end of last summer. Okay, so 2017 ish. And what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers? We're approaching about 10 total customers from different segments and industries, uh, also different geographical markets. Okay. With uh, some in retail, banking services, media. And 10 at kind of 1,500 per month puts you at about 15,000 per month in revenue. Is that accurate? More or less so, yes. And where have you got these customers? Are they friends of yours from past businesses? Where'd you find them? Right. Uh, it's a mix. Um, a lot of the initial customers came from our direct sales efforts. Uh, then our investors uh, helped a lot with opening some doors for us. We attended some uh, conferences, uh, startup matchmaking sessions, etc. And now we're transitioning into structuring resale partnerships with mar- classic market research agencies mm-hmm. and the like. How much have you raised to date? To date, we've raised close to 400,000 euros. So you could say half a million dollars. $500,000. Yep. And was that a convertible note or was that equity? Mix. Uh, mostly in convertible notes, uh, some in the beginning uh, in equity. So you've done kind of both. And is it too, I mean, do you, do you have good insight yet into, into economics like churn and customer acquisition cost, or is it too early? On one hand, it's too early. On the other hand, uh, because the specifics of our service, um, churn is high at the very beginning of projects and, and integrations or pilots or proof of concepts. But once we're in, we're in for the longer term because, of course, dealing with data and analytics, it all accumulates. So the cost of um, exiting the service becomes increasingly higher the more time is spent in it. Yeah. So uh, has, have you lost any customers yet? One. Okay, you lost one. So one out of 10 call it and be 10% you know, you know, churn annually. Sure. Although I wouldn't make any averages. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, obviously it's a very, very small cohort, but something's better than nothing, sure. right? Um, what is it costing you to acquire these customers fully weighted? Well, so far, as I mentioned, um, the main driver of uh, customer acquisition is the operating expenses of the business development team. We've hardly engaged in any uh, marketing, uh, such as online marketing, advertising, uh, and the likes. But uh, we plan to transition more heavily into that. Uh, by the end of the year. Even though if you consider the salaries you're paying to the biz dev people divided by the number of new customers they bring, get a CAC. I would say between 1,500 to 2,000, 2,500, somewhere around that. And then they're paying on average 1,500 bucks a month. So what, your payback is a month or two? Sure. Um, Is that your payback period? Yes. It's, um, so far, it's been very clear um, based on initial interest whether... Um, a potential customer uh, requires uh, further follow-ups and um, structuring some customizations, demos, etc. This is why I believe our cost of uh, acquiring customers is we consider fairly competitive. What's the team size today? Ten people. Ten. Okay. And where's everybody based? Half of the team is here in Amsterdam. The other half is in our ex-native market in Sofia, Bulgaria. The product development team in Sofia and all business development operations are out of Amsterdam. 
In a world full of social media, making time to actually read a book is more and more difficult. Now, a lot of you guys have many different strategies. I like to read on my Kindle when I'm traveling or things like that, but reading a whole book takes six, seven, eight hours. So a quick way that I make sure I read what I wanna read is I use a tool called Blinkist. And Blinkist essentially is the only app that I've found that takes the best takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and then makes it very small, down to 15 minutes kind of overview for me to read or listen to before I make a you know a business decision. Now, I like Blinkist because in less than 15 minutes, I feel like I can fast track my path to a more intelligent me. And if I can stay ahead of business news, I can make better deals. Now, I'll use Blinkist typically if I'm working out or on a quick car ride and then ultimately purchase the book and read it in a quiet time, whether it's a six hour plane ride from New York City to London or something else. Now, here's the cool thing. Right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer for just the Latka audience, you people, me, you, the smart ones. To get take advantage of it, go to nathanlacka.com forward slash Blinkist to start your free seven-day trial. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T to start your free seven-day trial. nathanlacka.com forward slash Blinkist. I'll see you there. Where do you see the company going over the next, over the next 12 months? What do you want to grow at? Over the next 12 months, we would like to build our value propositions and develop some very strong uh, case studies and focus our sales efforts mainly in Europe because we believe uh, we need to be in a much more um, advanced position before we tackle the larger markets of US and Asia. Are you raising capital today? Right now, no. No, okay. We plan to reopen fundraising within the next nine months let's say okay and and how Depending much how-, how much would you like to raise ideally well if um we manage to reach our targets i believe we'll be in a position to both need and argument um let's say seed round in a more u.s volume like a million a million and a half okay and what valuation would you hope to raise at uh, we never do fundraising uh, for valuations that would um, not allow us to part with absolute maximum of 15 to 20% of the equity in the form of convertibles or uh, straight up equity deals. Yeah, so if you're selling so, a million of the company, you'd want to do that at a minimum 4 million valuation to sell 20%. Sure, sure. More like five, but yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. And you think you need to grow revenue to how much in order to get a $5 million valuation? Well, there, we're noticing there's a big discrepancy between the U.S. and uh, European um, capital uh, cultures, let's say, when it comes to startups. Usually, the rates in Europe are half of what would be considered average in the U.S. And then that uh, is mostly valid for London and Berlin when it comes to uh, the strong but a bit more risk-averse um, ecosystems such as the Netherlands or even France, that uh, figure goes down by half again. Yeah, right. My question is, if you raise in the States, what do you think you have to grow revenue to in order to get a $5 million valuation? We plan to reach at least a 50,000 monthly recurring revenue uh, before we open our next round. Okay, so hopefully maybe by the end of this year, maybe Q1, Q2 next year. Sure. That's okay. great. Now, tell me, uh, before we wrap up, tell me you have some failures before this one. What were the two other ideas sure. and why didn't they work? Uh, well, mm, 
the two other ideas uh, had to do with uh, location-based services and uh, also um, somewhat data gathering and analytics. They didn't work because of a mix of underfinancing, um, not a good enough team or a team that has a good enough fit. And very, very um, valid reason also timing because the dissemination of both uh, smartphones and uh, mobile internet um, monthly packages bought by people was not there yet. Yep. It makes good sense. It sounds like you're onto something now, though. You've got good revenue coming in. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Don't have one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Sure. I believe um, Elon Musk is a hero for us all, isn't it? Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Honestly, Hacker News. I just uh, get a lot of inspiration and insights from there. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? That is a very tough question. Let's say between five and seven. Okay, so we'll call it six on average. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, not married, but not single. Okay. Um, long-term relationship committed. Not married and any kiddos? No, not uh, just two cats. For two now. cats. All right, Ludo and another one. And how old are you? I didn't catch that last one. How old are you? Oh, I'm uh, turning 36 this August. 36. Okay, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, uh, a bit more on how much I didn't know. There you guys have it. He wishes he knew how much he didn't know back in the day. He's gone through two kind of failed startups where he learned. Now he's building Consent.io, launched in 2017 with his team of 10 people based between Amsterdam and Bulgaria and other locations in the UK, currently serving 10 customers, doing about $15,000 a month in revenue. They've only lost one customer since they've turned on revenue about six to 12 months ago, spending about 1500 bucks to acquire the customer, mainly through their business development person. It's too early for other economic but again, growing, hopefully growing to grow to about 50 grand per month in revenue in the next nine to 12 months. We can go out and raise 1 million on a $5 million valuation. Let's see what happens, Rado. Thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.